All right, before we start today's episode, we wanted to throw out a disclaimer for all of you. The topic we are covering today tends to be aware that you are thinking about and focusing on them. So if you are in a fragile spot right now, maybe come back and revisit the episode in a few weeks. You have been warned. Greetings. Uh, we're a week late. Sorry. Sorry. Life got in the way. It happens. Uh, we're here. We're back. Hello. If you didn't notice, we released two episodes today in lieu of an episode last week. That way I have said it and we have to do it today. Correct. Okay. So now it has... Good call. Now it is set. Set in stone. Is that destiny? You've set it as our destiny? Is that like the game? No, not the not the video game. Like, oh, somebody's destiny. Like, like your meaning. Your... I'm already confused. This is going to. Oh uh, boy, this is fantastic. Okay, so yes, hi, hello, sorry, we're back. Welcome. So, what's up, Connor? How are you? I, I'm okay. All right. I have like it's becoming like the holiday season, and that not only means it's busier at work and shit, but it's also like busier outside of work. Like family meals and carving pumpkins and just a a lot of things I have to plan out that I'm just, I don't like planning things. Or doing doing things. things. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm lazy as fuck. So, yeah. How are you? Uh, You know, living the dream, as as they say. Uh, Yes, that is what white people say. I'm hanging in there. Getting by. Trying to make some money. Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, done with that. Um, should we? I guess move on to today's episode. Yeah, yeah. Topic? We're, talking, we're talking about the gin today. The gin uh, genies. You read. You read the thing. Uh, no Instagram poll. Fuck it. They didn't read uh, the thing live. They didn't read. It just says sorry question mark. I mean, nobody's in here, so we're. Recording. I know. I'm talking it's, to them anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh. All right. Uh, yeah. 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 Gin. Sometimes there's a, a D in front of the J-I-N-N, D-J-I-N-N, which is what I, I use, but I don't I think I prefer that's, to spell it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it, it just reminds me of gent, which I is I didn't rat, see a lot like, of people spelling it that way, to be honest with you. I think that's the, like, uh, I want to say, like, Christianity, uh, Catholic way, Roman Catholic, some way of spelling it or whatever. It wasn't oh, yeah, originally yeah, yeah. that way. I think, I think Jin was... Like, Genie J-I-N-N is, is, is now what we're, we're going with, Genie is, yeah, yeah, that's what... Americanized, aware of as, which is a terrible sentence. Like in Aladdin, yeah, exactly. That uh, one. Robin Williams <laughs> is the only one that can do his voice. Um, but they are like known to be like kept inside inanimate objects and like places. Yeah, that's super weird. That's I heard weird. that that was like a thing that was specifically like Solomon, like King Solomon or whatever, had like two protect his people or something like figured out a way to keep them in like literally like a vase like the thing okay yeah 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 like like an oil lamp yeah yeah like that the 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 standard the what you would picture from a genie like i'm a genie in a bottle baby like like, uh like (laughs) (laughs) um jewelry uh rings specifically like then the personal items broken then like join both halves of the ring together and then Le Genet would appear. I need to. I need to get one. I may have some tips for later on how to. Yeah, yeah. I want a. I want a personal genie. I feel like by the end of this, that will seem like a mistake. I am aware of the side effects. The the potential repercussions of your actions. Correct. Okay. I, I think. I mean, I think you can like outsmart a genie though. Fuck no, dude. They've been around for so long. They okay. So like, I guess. Do we start to dive into like the lore, uh, like the the backstory here? Maybe let's what, do it. Okay, Fuck what it. is a gin, Connor? 
Uh, I guess there are three types of djinn or classes. Uh, what I, what they are exactly, I'm not sure. They're kind of like humans, but in a different realm, is what I was picking up Fifth from a lot of it. Fifth-dimensional, as it were? Yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's a... And you can only see the dimensions that you are in and below, not up, so we cannot physically heaven. see them. Mm. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, they do live out their lives like they can like die and like be damned you know ascend i think but they have like they also like mate like humans have and sex. their offspring resemble the parents specifically this is yeah, like an yeah, yeah. islamic it's weird uh, it's weird spiritual race of beings. beings yeah it's 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 some interesting shit i think of like angels like in a christian sense like they're they're equivalent where they're like they're very similar in a lot of ways, but also not. Yeah, they're not. They're not as human. As like a they lot make of times, they compare them seem. to demons too. Right, like that's right. a very common thing because like they can be, quote unquote, good. Uh, they can be evil. I don't really. It doesn't seem like the good is like actually good. It's yeah. So this breaks it up into like three types. Okay, yeah, yeah. Of, of jinn here. Um, one. The first one here is the ghoul. It's a treacherous, shape-shifting uh, spirit. Yes, a ghoul. A ghoul and an ifrit. I think that's how you, you say that, ifrit. Uh, it's diabolic and evil. And then there's the sila. I, am, I, I don't know any Indian words. Treacherous spirits of invariable form. That just sounds like they're a shapeshifter. And they all sound bad. Yeah. None of them sound good. How did they come to being, Jacob? Do you have this in your notes? Um, <clears throat> according to verses of the Quran, the jinn were created of smoke without fire. Humans were created of clay and angels of light. I guess the explanation uh, or the expression without smoke means something like end of the flame. Okay. Interesting. Sometimes translated to the purest of fires. Uh, I had seen in one spot that smokeless fire could be referring to plasma or lightning. Shout out to the Unbelievable Podcast. Oh, Rest fire, in yeah. I did listen to that episode. I had to. Also, allegedly, jinn are mentioned 29 times in the Quran. I definitely didn't go reading through religious I texts did for not this, either. so I'm just going to take Wikipedia's word on that. Did you have something else you were fishing for getting me to read there? No. No? Yeah, like air or flame. That's where they were created. Okay, yeah. But yeah, you, you, you got that. <laughs> a little bit longer than I was going to say it. Sorry, I had okay. a little more in content. Notes. I'm going to start deleting things out of my notes so I know <laughs> what I have read today. Yikes. Yeah, um, it's going to be a rough one. Got two episodes recorded. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're, they're pretty much free of like physical restraint. They don't, they don't move through things like the way we do. Like They're less physical. They're, like, they're spirits. Of humans, they're, they're, they're just they're like they like exist, but you just can't see them. They have okay. to eat. What do they eat? Food. They have to eat and drink to stay alive. They reproduce. They they so they have this. I guess we I don't know if we've gotten into this much yet, but they have this like shape shifting ability. Uh -huh. Um. So sometimes, oh god damn it. Okay. So sometimes they take the form of like animals. Um. And also are able to shapeshift into humans as well as mists, storms, and yeah, shadows. I saw, I saw that shit. Uh, typically only manifest as physical for a short period of time because they are subject to physical law and can be harmed or killed while they are in a physical state. And I see that I saw that they could like take all like all sorts of forms, but mostly like they would take forms of like cats, scorpions, donkeys, dogs, uh, especially black dogs, and apparently. Wherever I got this information one uh, from was under the influence that, like, wolves were, like, a natural predator of the yes. jinn. So that, that's interesting. Um, so That they would be dogs as well. Serpents are very commonly associated with the, uh, like, as, as jinn, I guess. Yeah. Um, again, you mentioned dogs specifically. There is something called a hin, H-I-N-N. -N. Uh, so I'm going to go off for a second here on... Technically not jinn, but the same sort of thing. So from the Wikipedia, the hin are part of the circle of time belonging to a period preceding the creation of mankind. Before humans, the hin, bin, tim, rim, jan, and jinn roamed the earth. These six <laughs> periods symbolize a negative process until humans emerge. Thus, the first letters of the four circles, meaning 
the personification of evil, and the latter referring to Jan and Jin as subordinates of the devil. Hin have been able Hin have been said to be associated with air and the bin associated with water. Uh, why all of these rhyme is beyond me. Um, interestingly, Jin cannot appear in the form of wolves, as you had just mentioned. Interesting, yeah. What, what were the... There were seven of them? Six. Six. Hin, Bin, Tim, Rim, Jan, and Jin. What, what was so special about Jan and Jim? Uh, Jan and Jin? Yeah. Um... No, Jan and Jim. They were the office. subordinates of the devil is all I have in my notes okay. about that. Uh, Interesting. Uh, this beer is giving me heartburn. This is going to be rough. Okay. <laughs> Live today on oh, County excellent. Yes. <laughs> Jacob writhing in pain. This is what I signed up for. Okay, so typically they prefer to live in places not inhabited by humans specifically so deserts or wastelands of sorts i would do uh, the same sometimes like says they live in like dirty places like dustbins or trash can so they can eat food scraps because they okay, have to eat okay smart um you're saying grover or what it was the the dumpsters sesame street guy is he oscar a gin? the grouch uh, yeah yeah is he a gin I, I don't i cannot confirm nor deny He's pretty grumpy. Uh, some also are said to live uh, alongside humans. Especially if you capture them in or your, your Sometimes ring. cemeteries and ruins. They sound like, like spirits. Yeah. And they can possess people. Yes. I don't, I don't, so we like, haven't really gotten to that at all yet. Um, often depicted as monstrous and anthropomorphized creatures with body parts from different animals. Or humans was another random bit of information yeah, in yeah. my misconstrued notes that should have been organized better than they were. I, I feel like if I was more, I had a better understanding of the Quran, like, and just this culture, I could understand this better or put it together better, maybe. But like, it's, it's a little all over the place for me. Uh, so, I mean, you had mentioned possession, so obviously that leads into, like, exorcism and stuff, and we'll get into a little bit of that shortly. Um, in a typical exorcism, uh, the treated person lies down while a white-gloved therapist places a hand on their head and recites verses from the Quran. Uh, I believe they are called Roikya. Uh, obviously, all of my pronunciations are going to be awful. Correct. And I think these are alleged some alleged sim symptoms of the possession. It's like laziness, aggression, awake, headaches, nightmares, asleep. So I don't, other than yeah, being yeah, like simultaneously awake and asleep at the same time, it's pretty much just like every day of my life. So maybe I'm just possessed. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm going to blame it on. Yeah, sorry, that's my, sorry, my I can't shit attitude. And uh, yeah, okay. I don't really feel like going out today. I think I'm possessed by a gin. Uh, I saw that the term jinn can also sometimes just be used to describe any supernatural being. Yeah. So that's rough. It seems like, like I saw that they, they can also like any object that can't be detected by human sensory organs, including angels, demons, and the interior of human beings, which I kind of assumed meant the soul. So every angel and demon is a jinn, but not every jinn is an angel or a demon. Y Are you confused yes. yet? <laughs> I started. I literally have that written in my notes. <laughs> Those are the best jokes. Like I don't. I don't know. We could continue diving into origins on this for forever. Like and still, it's not. And do it horribly. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're like, not I'm not going to do it justice. Um, I'm bad. Yeah. Do you, do we want they, they? They existed on the earth before humans did, and they had it for like a billion years, and they they fucked it up. They ruined it. And so God was like, nah. Nah. There's there's like dude. a similar like like Satan story in there where it's like then he created humans and he's like, Yeah, like you have to now like bow to these humans or whatever. And then there was one of them who's like, nah, fam, like that Lucifer thing. Yeah, I don't it's odd that it's so similar. Um you know. Should should we so all you really need to know is that jinn are like bad spirits that like they, to play they tricks can on see humans. The future. This is news to me. Okay, so they can. They, okay, okay. They. 
I believe are like supposed to be like fifth dimensional beings. They can go to the twelfth dimension and eavesdrop on angels who are having conversations, which is just like the future or whatever. Again, this is <laughs> this is yeah. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I'm not making this up. I heard it in a place. It's real. But yeah, I heard it somewhere. Subjectively real. <laughs> Supposedly, you can you you can like use them to like find out your future. Okay, and that's how they do it. But you have to give up something. Yeah, in I think order a lot of times, that. like selling your soul, is is where this ends up. But but maybe, what does that mean? You know, I mean, I'm a ginger, so nothing. Right. Got got nowhere to go, I guess. But uh, should we should we? Go on to how to protect yourself from the gin. I've, I've got oh, a yeah, few. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have some of that in there? Um, this one is the most important one, so it's at the top of my list here. Before you say you have sex, all you got to say is, "In the name of Allah, Oh Allah, keep us away from Shaitin and keep Shaitin away from what you bestow upon us." And this prevents uh, a gin from taking part in a man's sexual intercourse with his wife, as well as protecting protection for the baby that is made. Uh okay, yeah. So it's only, um, of course. You should always say this before you have sex. No, only only Loudly. if you're only if you are procreating. Oh, so for enjoyment, you don't want to protect yourself. In uh, the way that I'm reading this, is it specifically is from taking part in a man's sexual intercourse with his wife, as well as the protection for the baby that it made. So, as in with all religious sex, it is all. For procreative purposes. Oh, correct. Yeah. No promiscuous sex around here. <laughs> All right. Uh, How else can I protect myself from a gin, Connor? Well, when you left your house today to come here, I hope you said, In the name of Allah, I place my trust in Allah. There is no solution, no way out, and no power except by Allah. I definitely did not say Stand that. Stand at your front I, door and you I am not a religious it. man. No? <laughs> no. Uh, I got another one here. All right. This one's a nice general purpose, you know, blanket statement. Like, I'm good here. You know, just just say this maybe once a day. Uh, I seek refuge in Allah from Satan the outcast. Allah. There's a lot of just random Allah exclamation just exclaiming. points. Yes. But I, you have to yell it, I think. There is none worthy of worship, but he, the ever-living, the one who sustains and protects all that exists, neither slumber nor sleep overtakes him. To him belongs whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on earth. Who is he that can intercede with him except with his permission? He knows what happens to them in the world and what will happen to them in the hereafter. And they will never encompass anything of his knowledge except that which he wills. His throne extends over the heavens and the earth, and he feels so fatigue in guarding and preserving them, and he is the most high, the most great. You have to say all that every day, once That's at a least. Lot, but arguably, I am the most high. Uh... Hmm, awkward silence. What? Awkward silence. No, we're just listening to the lawnmower. Oh, excellent. Yes. God damn it. Why does the universe hate us? Uh, I, pissed, I, I pissed off a gin when I, I wrote these notes. That's clearly what it was. God damn it. All right, so... I, I need to be saying these. It's, that's my fault for not saying this it general It is definitely your fault. How then, how then would we summon one, Connor? Oh, Now that we know how to protect ourselves from one, how yes. do we do the opposite of that? <laughs> Welcome one into our life. <laughs> so this one's from the spellsofmagic.com. Okay. So maybe you, you, you want to live on the wild side. Uh, first, find a nice area for summoning. Uh, I think this would be a nice area, Jacob. You know, set some, we got to set some candles out. Oh, yeah. Don't you need three different colors of candles? Three different colors. Um, somewhere that's relaxing. I mean, you know, it's going to be perfectly quiet, which is, this is obviously not the place because lawnmowers exist. You're going to need a mirror, some lipstick. Uh, I prefer black like my soul. Um, one personal item, you know, so like a necklace, um, I guess we can use this beer bottle. It seems like a perfectly, perfectly good place to summon a gin into. It's definitely a personal item. God, I need to drink more. <laughs> um, you got to get a white, a red, and a black candle. Yes. 
You're going to want to set the candles in a straight line on the floor or area uh, about six inches from each other in this order. White, red, and black. I would assume left to right. I thought they were in a line. Six inches, yeah, in a line. In a straight line on the floor. Oh, a horizontal line. I was picturing a vertical line. I don't know that it matters. Can, cannot say. Now I am confused. All right. To, for, to begin this spell, you must say the following line, and these are all, like, words I can't pronounce, but I'm going to try. Allah, Shafim, Barat, Shu, Kamir. Come here. Come here. Uh, this opens the world, the gate to the world of the jinn. So now that you've got it opened, you're going to want to, you know, start lighting your candles in order from white to black. So white, white, to black. white red, black. Um, the white and the black candles represent the free will of the jinn, while the red candle and its flame represent the fire that gave birth to the jinn. Well, mm. history lesson there. Once you've reached this step, you maybe probably should have planned this out beforehand, uh, but you should figure out the type of gin you would like to summon. I love me a good old maybe, probably. Um, so you're going to grab your lipstick and your mirror and start by writing Ali Allah Hamal Genie. It's a uh, black lipstick, right? Yes. Okay. Like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> the um, most emo. So, yes. So then you must uh, choose. What sex you would like your gin to be, male or female? Yes, please. Oh, those are the only two options. <laughs> I would want to know what the uh, repercussions for that is. <laughs> for that joke? Yes. I don't know. Um, so, for, if you're gonna you're gonna do a a male gin mushna, or for female vamir, you're gonna write that on your your mirror, your lipstick, and then after that, you're gonna write al aman. And then you've got to choose now the type of jinn you'd like to summon. Um, this is the most friendliest one here, the Majir Al Amari. You'll have to write that if that's what you want. Um, going down to like the middle tier, second most powerful here, uh, fire type. You got to write Flamar Al Amari. Uh, for a shapeshifter, you got to write Sol Al Amari. Um, for a pussy-ass jinn, write Shamal al-Amari. So, that one's the best for the beginners. You, you want to get the... That's probably the one I would do, this pussy-ass jinn. Uh, and then, uh, once you've finished choosing your sex and your type, then you need to uh, write Closen Ante. And this may cause you to feel the presence of the jinn around you. Do not be worried. Just listen to the podcast and buy some merch at tpublic.com. Then this is when you're going to want to grab your personal item. Maybe it's that uh, Crown Encrypted's t-shirt you just bought off tpublic.com. Maybe it's a necklace. Anyway, you're going to have to say, I wish you to be physically bound to this t-shirt that I bought from tpublic um, presented to you here. In exchange for your moral services, I offer you a certain amount of my own energy. So then you're going to want to meditate because you want to transfer all of your, some of your energy to this gin. I'm sure there's gin that are just going to be like, try and take as much as possible. Probably what they do. So be careful. Then you got you to recite some, some lines after you've taken a moment. Some more words that I don't know how to pronounce. In T in Allah Kluman. And then you blow out the red candle, then the black one, and then the white one, the white one, and then you wipe the lipstick off the mirror to complete the spell. And then you've summoned your own demon. And it's in that t-shirt you got from County Cryptid's T Public. What do you, what do you, do you, do you rub the t-shirt? Maybe. You have to whip somebody with it? Uh, Rat tail somebody with your t-shirt? I think you just rub it. Do you rub it while it's on you? Probably. Put it on the, to the couch and you, it's it. probably just bound to you oh you can wear a gin isn't the gin then wearing you yes bam that's, that's, that's how you summon a, a, a gin I guess okay that's a, it's a helpful tidbit you're gonna need to know later on in life remember counting cryptids sent you alrighty I guess we should probably get into some stories I'm gonna start with some 
less exciting ones and we'll work up to the good ones. I've got one pretty long one. Excuse me. I have a couple here. I will start. Uh, this story comes from mysteriousuniverse.org. Link to this exact one will be in the episode description. Uh, the witness... Uh, two U.S. soldiers deployed in Iraq had formed a relationship and snuck off to a bunker to do a hokey pokey. Oh, as it were. I hope they said they're they're saying you know they're they're. So from that prayer. article, uh, here is what stopped the bunker trips. Well, about the second night on, Sarah would wake me in the middle of the night, telling me she was hearing something inside the bunker with us. At first, I attributed the noise she was hearing to hedgehogs, as that part of Iraq is lousy with them. I shrugged it off until I heard the noise. There was, n there was no doubt. They were footsteps. The night before the last night, we stayed down there, and I awoke to whispering coming from around the corner, which was followed by footsteps that approached my side of the bed. I woke Sarah and reluctantly turned on my flashlight, fearing what came next. But there was nothing. No body, no footprints, and worst of all, the blast door was closed, just like we left it. The last night started with Sarah warning whatever was down there that we were not in the mood to be messed with, and that we just needed our sleep. We both fell asleep, and we reassured the other we were just hearing things. Again that night, Sarah woke me, and we sat there in total darkness, listening to the whispers coming from the corner. Two different voices, followed by footsteps approaching our bed, and the bed violently shook for a couple of seconds, and a tremendous sound as if a metal plate had just been dropped next to the bed. In our panic, it took me a good 45 seconds to locate the flashlight, but once on, there was nothing with us. No footprints, no evidence of what made the loud crashing sound. That was our last night in the bunker. End of lay story. Interesting. So it's not, I mean, some of them are just kind of miscellaneous hauntings, as it were. Like, it's yeah, not really, really anything like. totally different. Do you want me to hit mine? Sure, do it. Mine is about also a soldier in the Iraqi war. This one is from uh, Elvin's World. Elvin's, Elvin's Word. Is that E-Bomb's cousin? Maybe. Uh, this is from r slash the truth is here subreddit. Uh, I experienced one thing when in Iraq. I would distinctly... I experienced one thing in Iraq I would distinctly class as Jin. I was stationed at the time at Freedom, which is the green zone surrounding the former palaces of Saddam Hussein. There are two main palaces, the Presidential Palace and the Prince's Palace, which the soldiers referred to as Lost Lake. Lost Lake was so-called because the main structure of the Prince's Palace was destroyed and the other island stood a former mosque used by the uh, royal family for various ceremonies over the years. By international law, that was spared fire during the assault and was mostly intact. Our walls were on the outside of the road that led around the Lost Lake, and that road was about a mile long, so often early morning or late night, late evening runs would ha be had there to keep in shape. Two laps and you're done, you're done kind of thing. Okay. I was out late with a battle running the lake path, and as we came around the north side of the lake, we heard commotion in the former mosque, which was now the Ann Psyops Company HQ. It seems to be coming from the domed portion of the northwest side, so we keep on going, sure that whatever it was, had they had it in hand, and no shots were fired, so it was likely someone training or someone had gotten cabin fever and lost their temper again. I was around in the southwest side, rounded to the southwest side, and to the curve that would fork into our exit back toward our chew, a, a sandstorm blew in from really out of nowhere. There had been no dimming of light, no orange on the horizon. It was just there all of a sudden, and one of the strongest ones I have personally ever been in. Sand hurts a lot when you are wearing nothing but PG shorts and a thin t-shirt. So we ducked into a nearby bus stop, hoping to wait out the sand, and that's when I walked past. We heard it at first, a dull scraping sound on the asphalt. If it hadn't been so regular, I would have thought a bumper or roof panel of some sort was being blown by the winds. It was regular, though, a sharp scraping noise. As it got closer, we heard the thud that interspersed 
between the scrapes. We saw the shape in the sand outside, barely making out the size of the thing. 10 to 12 feet tall, it was higher than the roof of the bus, bus stop at its chest. Its hands gripped what I could only refer to as thickened concept of a sword. Thick like a wood splinter is a concept of an axe. Similarly shaped to a kopesh, but rounded to the rear than the front. The thing itself had dark skin, but paled out. Its face was not human, but more like, well, brutish. And some elements of swine in there. Porcine, porcine nose, distinctly lower, distinctly lower jaw than you'd see on a person. Sparks shot from that thing as it drug it past and headed north up toward along, up along the path to the lost lake. With it went the sandstorm. As soon as it cleared, we moved fast to the chew, and that's shoe, correct? C H U is shoe, pretty sure. And I put all the salt from the ritual box, Pagan, on the edges of the room, and then I felt more safe. I honestly think the only reason I survived seeing it is that it didn't notice me in that shelter. I don't know why it was headed for the old mosque, but it slowly it moved slowly and methodically. After that, I, not- I stopped seeing the PSYOP company's unit patch at the DF's AC. Not sure if they shipped out or if something happened and no one talks about it. All I know is that Things scared the hell out of me, and I know for a fact there wasn't shit a rifle was going to do against it other than let other let it know where I was. A damn. It's an interesting story again. So that's uh creepy. Yeah. I'm uh straight away I don't know why, but I'm just picturing that uh, Silent Hill thing dragging that, even though it definitely didn't look like that at all, but that's just no, it's that not dragging that giant all. sword is all I can think of. I think of the hash slinging slasher. The uh, hash ringing, sash slinging. Would you start me on SpongeBob quotes, homie? It's gonna end poorly. I'm surprised you didn't jump on it first. Uh, okay, so I have another one that's less scary. So this one was on yourghoststories.com. This mm-hmm. was called Evil Gin. Um, April sixth, two thousand fifteen. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Irshad. I am 18 years old and from the island of Marutis. The story that I am going to narrate is something which happened last year during the month of March, and I witnessed the whole incident, so that would have occurred in 2014. So to start, it was a fine afternoon around 5 p.m. when I was drinking tea with my family. At this time of day, when everyone gets back home, we used to sit and talk. And on this particular day, my aunt, who was usually the first to come home, was not there. I said, perhaps she missed the bus. One hour later, she came back home and, without even talking to us, went directly to her room and locked the door. It was very strange, but it was time for prayer and went to the mosque. When I returned back home, my mother told me that my aunt was not speaking to anyone and something was definitely wrong. So we decided to call my uncle. He was the only one who could help us in these matters. He quickly came home, and as soon as he entered the house, my aunt started shouting and yelling words in a language that we could not understand. It was now obvious that she was possessed. My uncle went to her room where she was sitting. My uncle, whose name is Shizad, had the knowledge of Rukia, a science, uh, something, uh, of dealing with exorcism by reciting verses from the Quran. So he started to read some verses, and I was watching the whole scene. At some point, he stopped and started talking to my aunt, but it was not her speaking. Her voice changed to a manly voice, and she started yelling words like, leave me alone, you don't know me, etc. She even knew the names of my grandparents and great-grandparents. It was a real scary sight as she whispered the names of these people who died long ago. Fortunately, after two long hours, my uncle managed to chase the spirits out of the house. My aunt gained consciousness, but she did not remember anything. So I don't... It's confusing. Like, I don't understand... Like, it seems like it's not real, but it's weird that people are, like, like regaining consciousness. And... You know what I mean? Like, being, like, not remembering that any of that happened... And like, is it, are they making it up? Is it a placebo sort of thing? Like hysteria? 
mental health is it issue? mental illness like i've yeah. seen some articles about relating those sorts of things schizophrenia or you yeah, know something like that yeah it's kind of it's kind of tricky i don't know i am not a doctor i don't know how the brain works and neither does anybody else like i just they're all so similar in description across the board i feel like yeah that i have no reason to think that a brain would do that unless something like this like they saw this before like why would everybody connect this one thing to you know gin or ghosts or this or that that they see i do not know i don't have an answer i know nobody does okay i want one i'm sorry do you have other gin stories that was my only gin all story. right i have more gin stories oh. let me go to this one from ajp psychiatry online a 25 year old married mother of three living in Karachi, a homemaker with a high school education and a lower middle socioeconomic status, was brought to clinic because of a bizarre behavior. The illness started 25 days earlier with increasing anger, agitation, and anxiety, and decreased sleep. She was seen by a local uh, physician and received a prescription for fluxotine at 20 milligrams a day. After a few days, she started talking and pacing excessively, making calls to family members and asking for forgiveness, spending more time praying and having frequent panic attacks. She also started hearing voices of jinn and could feel their presence in the room. She then developed discrete episodes of confusion, lasting 5 to 15 minutes, several times a day, during which she lost awareness of her surroundings, had clouded consciousness, talked gibberish, sometimes in a loud masculine voice and heard voices of jinn and saw jinn. She also had a few episodes of incontinence at this at these times, needed help with toileting, bathing, and feeding. Episodes of muteness and staring were also reported. She was not able to take care of her children or perform household chores. The patient's family reported that she had had a similar episode after the birth of her third child one year earlier and at that time was thought to be possessed. Uh, she was treated for gin possession by a spiritual healer that time one year earlier um, who had given her a special armband to wear and some holy water to drink. She had no history of illicit drug use. No other medical conditions were uh, identified or treated in the past, and the results of her medical workup, which had included a complete blood count, renal and liver functions test, electrolyte levels, fasting blood glucose levels, Thyroid stimulating hormone level, urine toxicology screen, and some other thing that I can't read. Uh, they were all good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the patient's family history she was passed. significant for bipolar disorder in a sibling. Uh, on examination, the patient was a young woman of average build and height. She wore a burqa, but uncovered her face while talking to a female examiner. She appeared inattentive and perplexed and avoided eye contact. Her clothes were unironed and shabby, her hair was uncombed, and she wore no makeup. No abnormal movements were observed, but the patient was restless and fidgety and got up from the chair purposefully a few times during the interview. She took long pauses to respond to questions and spoke at a low volume. She reported her mood to be okay, her affect was anxious, and her thought process was tangential. The theme of the jinn possessed was the theme of jinn possession was notable in her thought content. She denied hearing voices or seeing things during the interview. Insight into the illness was absent. I am possessed by a jinn. I don't need any medication. She was oriented to place and person, but not to time. The patient and family declined admission to a psychiatric unit and any other workup because there was a firm belief that the patient was possessed and needed to be treated by a spiritual healer and admission might cause a disruption in her spiritual treatment. Hmm. So that's kind of yikes. If it is possibly a mental health issue, if people are just ignoring that, then like, not even like, okay, if not, obviously not to be offensive in any way, if there are certain instances where like this could be not real and this is definitely mental illness, but because somebody is predisposed to believe this certain thing, then they, 
they just believe that they are then possessed by this instead of yeah being able to like come to terms with the fact that you need to get help and like that's super rough if their family's in that same boat too and then they like won't allow you to actually seek and then you turn to something that could potentially be harmful to you well cool and she had that same issue one year earlier and just continuously like fall into that like cool like i can go do this and then psych myself up and then deal with it for 365 days and then just fucking lose it again because i'm not actually getting help correct a little bit sad get get some help it is sad didn't somebody some some girl die in an exorcism uh probably but on that topic um have you seen the television show glitch on netflix by chance no i don't believe so pretty fucking good um the not a sponsor but could be (laughs) 100 percent uh but the the like synopsis of it is like a police officer in a small country town finds his life turned upside down with six recently deceased residents returned from the dead in perfect health i don't want to like give a ton away but like right dead people come back and zombies but no they're like not oh okay they're like regular like just there's like back but are they weird not really like they're they're like normal they like heal super fast though if they like get injured it's 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 pretty fucking interesting again i don't i don't want to give a ton away i think i've maybe talked about it on the show once before um takes place in australia so cool accents and also like the entire soundtrack sounds like it's the intro for a parkway drive song okay i'm in it's right one more time on the name glitch glitch go watch netflix netflix i sponsor again but (laughs) just real talk here uh (laughs) so i have two other ones that i have videos with uh i guess i can throw these videos in the links uh yes they will be you have my notes, yes, Connor? Mm, I will have to pull them up, but go ahead. Okay, well, I guess real quick, um, for whatever, if for whatever reason you didn't listen to the Unbelievable podcast while that podcast was still running, they did a very good episode on the Jin, uh, episode one thirty four, the Almighty Jin. If you like this podcast in any capacity, you'd probably love what they did on that. To be honest, um, it's, obviously it's they don't they don't do episodes anymore, but if you haven't. Go check it out. Or if you have, go get another listen. I miss that show every single day of my life. Correct. Uh, podcasts have not been the same since they stopped. I, I literally just haven't felt the, the podcast love. I like wish I our platform was big enough to influence the return of Brian and Phoebe and Kevin and Sebastian. But Brian I don't and Phoebe. I know what kind of money we'd need to be uh, pulling in. What, what, do you, what, do, what, do you, what do we need? Like hashtags and shit? Hashtag. Yeah, what? it doesn't matter. Okay, so <laughs> if you scroll to stories, there is something in there uh, from the 13th floor TV. That one oh, that says okay. the 13th floor. I'm... If you want to pull that link up. I will pull that link up. Uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and just read this, and then we can uh, go on. So again, this is from that 13th floor.tv. There will be a link to this in the description. Uh, the article is called Exorcist Claims This Footage Shows a Woman Possessed by Demonic Jinn. Uh, June 6th of 2016. Over the weekend, a bizarre and disturbing 15-minute video was uploaded to YouTube, which its poster claims is footage of a young woman under the control of a supernatural entity known as Shaitan Jin. Shaitand. <laughs> Beings originally described in Arabic folklore and later considered by some Muslims to be powerful and malicious creatures in league with Satan. The controversial group which produced the video is based in Mexico, and their name loosely translates to Moment of Truth Ministry. Their leader uh, deals frequently with topics of possession, exorcism, and demonology on their YouTube channel, where you can find variety a variety of similar clips purporting to contain genuine footage of demonic possessions and or other dark paranormal forces at work. The validity of the footage is debatable, of course, but even if we're looking at a stage performance it is still incredibly creepy and pretty convincing the woman hisses snarls and fights with three men who are trying to restrain her one of whom the man in the blue shirt is reading from a religious text it is not identified but assumed to be the quran uh he tries to make her repeat some of the passages shockingly the ceremony seems to turn even more violent and if it's legit we're looking at blatant physical abuse and one of the men begins slapping the subject and appears to press a lit match into her face and neck the burn marks are clearly visible 
the woman finally seems to fall into a kind of fatigue or a state, uh, some sort of different state uh, during these recitations and appears to have gone fully catatonic by the end. Uh, this is kind of standard exorcism shit, but also like might just be a couple people like abusing a woman. So I don't, I don't really a hundred percent know what's going on here. It's a little weird. You're watching it right now. I am. I'm unfortunately watching it to be honest with you. It's, it's, I don't have audio. Like the people in this definitely. That guy, one guy tries to hide his face when they pans the camera over to his area. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like slapping the girl. I haven't seen the burn marks from the matches yet. She's just like, yeah, hissing at him the whole time. It's like that hissing thing is fucking weird. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to link to this one just because it's, I don't know, it's a little fucked up. It is. But uh, again, like these people legitimately believe that They're this woman something. is possessed and that like, I mean, allegedly, they are there helping, alleg- like, what know what they are. Yeah, like it's fucking weird, dude. I don't, cults, I don't understand. Um, God, that look on her fucking face is so goddamn creepy right now. Yeah, it's just like fucking spite. It's weird, man. Yeah, she just. It's super weird. She looks pissed. Uh, yeah, not uh, not the biggest fan. Um. So there is another one, too. There is some quality audio in here that we will definitely, uh, not this advertisement, but um, definitely small bits of it will will be included in the episode. I think like the skip to 17 seconds where this actually starts. TBH, they have the longest intro ever. It's about 20 seconds here. So it's just like a woman sitting in a room but she's like making like zombie noises and shit it's just snarling literally snarling like kind of attacking people doing these weird rigid finger movements there's another video on this channel that shows some dude on the ground literally convulsing like like almost having a seizure it's going know. crazy yeah, man like, i don't know what that shit is I want the audio from that bit, though. That bit I want to include desperately because it's hilarious. Yeah, it's... Like, I feel bad, but also, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard for me to tell. So, it's... Like, a little extreme. It's... Ah, goddammit. Like, I don't... It's just kind of seems like... Like these people definitely believe what's going on. That's the biggest thing that I, I can take away, or like I can tell you about watching this is like the people in this, they're not acting. Percent believe what they are doing is like they are actually possessed. I don't know enough about um, this. There was that one specific one they talked about in the Unbelievable podcast where that dude, the twenty-five or whatever. So they like the guy asked him how long he'd been possessed by was asking the jinn specifically during like an exorcism, like how long he had been possessing this guy, and he allegedly has been had been possessed for twenty five years by the same jinn. Dang. And there's His a lot of life like, these weird things too, where like they're very jealous and possessive of like humans and stuff. So they'll like this guy goes is like engaged to be married or I guess arranged marriage situation, you know. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what if whatever either way so then, then it's like that kind of thing where like then a jinn possesses them and it's a, a female jinn who is jealous and doesn't want him to get married so then he is possessed by that and it just seems like a fucking really shitty excuse for like having cold feet and not wanting to marry somebody that you don't know but like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i really i hate to just fucking try and dismiss all that right away that is such a bad way out too yeah <laughs> right? it's like, it's like oh, i'm possessed by a gin uh, i'm gonna, gonna i'm gonna bounce now i'll be at the strip club uh <laughs> <laughs> like i just don't it's just weird it's really really weird let me see i saw one that was like some dude went and shit in a cave and it happened that the cave was inhabited by jinn or like the hole that he shit in was inhabited by jinn so they were like pissed at him so then 
Uh, How dare you poop in our hole? Yeah, so then he was possessed, but all they had to do to get rid of it was tell it, like, you are a Muslim who has memorized the Quran and are spoiling this man's mind and body. And soiling and spoiling this man's mind and body is satanic. And it just, like, left straight away. So, like, if it's as easy as that, like, yeah. why is this an issue? Hey, get out of here. Oh, God, all right. I did have this other quote that I saw somewhere. Uh, um, there are two kinds of 40-year-old men, those who are broken and those trying desperately not to break. I feel like that's pretty correct, but it should just be changed to, like, humans or people instead of 40-year-old men. Two so there are two kinds of people, those who are broken and those trying desperately not to break, which is, like, the emo. most emo thing that I've ever said in my life. <laughs> However, like, I relate to that on an un unfortunate level. <laughs> yeah, life sucks. <laughs> so i i hate to like do this do but where are you at uh so the, the way i believe in religions kind of like is the way that i believe in spirits i don't know exactly if they're like they're generally all the same thing like spirits genies We've talked about this before. If there is a shape-shifting ability to something, is there a possibility that that thing is everything? If maybe, jinn maybe. can Have we talked about this before? animals, I think so. Like, the theory that, like, it's all one thing that's just able to... I think it was maybe on, like, some of the extraterrestrial episodes we did. Like, if they're able to, like, be perceived or, like, appear as whatever to you, then they would just be able to be, like, cool, if you see, like, Bigfoot or you see... Uh, a Mongolian death worm, or you know what I mean? Like, whatever the fuck. Then it's just like, it's that. It's a djinn in this instance, or whatever the shape-shifting entity would be. So is it then, do those other things exist, and that's just playing off of those, or do none of those actually exist at all, and it's just the one? Boy, I don't know. Sorry <laughs> if I fucked up your answer uh... to the question that I asked you and then interrupted. Um, you've melted my brain. I don't. I don't know that it's all one thing. I also don't know that I could give you a straight answer. Like I don't think that I would ever be confident enough to give you a straight answer. Okay. So I like, I like the idea of a simulation, but with religious, the way the religious religion works, like I feel like it's all the same story. You know, made into these different religions per se well that's is that does that add validity to it uh it certainly would add validity to them existing if i thought they existed like if any of it existed <laughs> just equal opportunity employers over here yeah, not, yeah. not liking all religions i don't care what your religion is but just I know you're wrong. Your story's made up. <laughs> I gotta stop. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. I like the stories, but also, like, I kind of just see, like, mental illness in 100%. a large percent of, of it. and Like a scary amount. Again, with, like, the, the symptoms being so basic on things and, like, it being, like, you're times asleep. of people's lives where they are actually, like, you know what I mean? Like that woman was like, yeah, right after the birth of her third child. Okay. Postpartum depression. Like, you know what I mean? And then we're just interpreting everything as a gin because like, and now is that partly because the word can be used as like to define anything spiritual and maybe like that mental illness sort of thing is just that spirit mental illness is spiritual? not necessarily. So like, uh, it, it, not in the sense that it's like its own, being or whatever but you know what i mean that it's more of like a it's it's from outside the body so therefore okay. it's just something that you can't see okay and could be could be then described as that yeah, yeah. and there's just maybe something lost in translation that, or i mean that's it, you're telling somebody that's what it is and they're not seeing what it is that's exactly what you would say like that's if you didn't know any better if you like or i mean or if this is your religion this is what you believe like then yeah, like that's what your family mental believes. illness. That's what everybody's yeah. telling you, yeah. yeah okay. I like that. I mean, I, I don't mean, like it's, that, it's but kind I, of I, unfortunate. But at the same time, I I don't know. I mean, it just seems like the kind of thing too that then people aren't legitimately getting the help that they may need. But in some of these instances appear that like 
it actually people works. just like snap out of it and are fine afterwards and just like go back to normal, which is fucking weird. It is weird. That makes me just want to like say that it's all fake. And, and the biggest thing is like I I don't know any of these people's backgrounds and I don't know a whole lot about the the culture like yeah. I don't know what a lot of Indian people even in America like well this is even necessarily India, it's Middle Eastern as right, well. Well, yeah, it's just, right. I I'm just over here in America. It's a white person. It's just literally landlocked in Middle America, yeah. Yeah. Uh they don't understand. But yeah, same with Christianity. Unless it's a, unless it's like a, a a play, like it's made up, then it then it's something weird and like it's crazy. Yeah. Either either it's spirits or there's a major mental health issue right there. I mean, that's it. Well, okay, but it, could it be more of a mass hysteria sort of situation or like a, a again a placebo thing if this is what you believe is going to happen and then something happens and you're like you maybe you're like god you know i have been kind of cranky lately and i haven't been sleeping well but maybe you just haven't been sleeping well and that's why then you're cranky and then right. you get in your mind that you're you could be possessed by a gin and then like easy to you go could, down a hole you in your then mind? just like think yourself into a state that you're doing weird shit i think you could i i really think you could the mind <sighs> is so fragile sometimes Especially if you've gone through one of these large life things that, like, they just kind of throw everything you knew away. So is it a tulpa? God damn it, is it maybe? It could be. We've never talked about tulpas on the show. I think we've mentioned them before, but we've never, like, legitimately done a full episode on tulpas. Uh, Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. It's it's a fucking weird one. I, I, I don't want to dismiss it, as easily as you did, uh, <laughs> hey, no, 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 again, I know, I know, no, I'm just you. Ha- I, I hope having a- to make a decision. I know, I know, I'm just fucking with you. I hope it's uh, a fifth dimensional being. It's it's a good story, and I mean, it is it is frightening. I mean, I don't know. It's, the the unknown is frightening. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's some of the stories just kind of seem like. Like ghost stories. So again, is Correct. this just like blanket statement, call it this because technically anything that is supernatural or unexplained can be described as that? Or is it more of this was physically these actual beings around the corner that I could hear conversing and walking around up next to my bed who then shook it, but I didn't see them when I turned the flashlight on? Yeah, it's it's wild. I I haven't seen anything that I would I would say is a gin. And then I think I would overanalyze it into thinking that it's something completely normal. Cuz I'm a psychopath. I think that's what happens. You don't think you'd just be like it's a ghost? It's I mean, I, some, honestly, it seems sort of like poltergeisty, but it mm-hmm. seems maybe like you could uh do it like there's more communication between the people yeah whereas like in a haunting sort of situation it wouldn't be we are neither on the fence or off the fence but i am enough i'm on a fence in a fifth dimension wait what Mm -hmm. i don't understand then what your answer means depends what the question was (laughs) where are you at where am I at? I, I, think, they're, I think they're interdimensional time. beings, all right? Oh, you do? I'm going with that. That's Okay. Then I, I thought you went the other way with it when we I, I just said it wasn't religious. Like, oh, okay, it wasn't okay, okay, captivated okay. into like... It's not... But they are inherently... So one of the things about them too is like they can be... They are religious. Not like all of them are. Like some of them are Muslim. Some of them are Christian. Like they are any religion. And some of them are actively like non-believers as well. The jinn. Yes, specifically the jinn can can be religious in their own right. Interesting. Which so is weird to me because that's that's one thing that they they ask in these um, exorcisms as well. It's like, are you Muslim or are you non-Muslim? Is that who you decide to call in? Like, well, hey, no, that, like, during exorcisms, they'll be like, okay, well, are you Muslim or are you non-Muslim? Like non-Muslim. Muslim or you're not Muslim, like yelling at him and shit. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, sh- should I be? Uh, I would, I would be scared if somebody was screaming that in my face. 
I mean, yeah, if anybody was, if there was somebody just in my face yelling, are you this religion? I'd be like, take a step back here, homie, first of all. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's some weird, it's some weird shit. Should we get into the the next segment of our show? What poll results? Or no, we, the, we have to do verses for ourselves. Okay, the okay. Beast of Busco. Yeah, last the Jin. last episode we did was the Beast of Busco, which was which a, three weeks a, ago or something. A big turtle. Of a large. Technically, turtle. it was just over two weeks ago that it was released, but by the time this comes out, and so if you're listening three. live, hello. Hey. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Busco versus Jin. Yeah. A turtle versus a fifth dimensional uh, shape. I, I, I have to get it into the gin. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I wanted. I was trying to make a fight for Busco, but nah, nah, I think, none. I think I think Jin's gin, okay here. Jin uh, will just like uh, yeah, just terrorize him. You think like Jin can understand turtles like wishes? What would Do a turtles turtle have a thought capacity to wish for something? What would turtles wish for? I I wager they don't have the thought capacity like to do that. Like a shiny new shell. Holy fuck. Okay, but like what about smarter animals? Like a monkey? Okay, yeah, but can is a monkey smart enough to wish for something? Do they have like the thought process where they can be like, "Damn, I wish I had one a banana right now." <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I don't like know it. what that level that that kicks in. Do dogs have that? I don't, that was my next question. Like, Elephants. I mean, I'm sure monkeys are above dogs on that spectrum, but like, still, I I need to know more about the brain and other animals, like brains and thought processes. Like it's it's weird. well, but even that is just like the best. It's a you guess. Know what I mean, like it's the, the the science of it is like this is what we think, but then like every couple of years they're like, oh, we just learned that this thing, ridiculous thing. Like dogs aren't colorblind. Completely, like they can see they, colors. They have a very they just, narrow color band or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just see like certain colors don't really appear the same as you would see them. Correct. And there is a much smaller array of colors that they see. Yes. But they are not inherently colorblind. Can we can we make our website so that it's like outfit for dogs? Like change the color scheme to like a one that would be preferable for a dog. No. Because I don't want to do that. Yeah, it would look fair. horrific for human eyes. It if would I look had to guess. so bad. I, if I had to guess, it would look atrocious. If I had a dog podcast, I'm going to start a podcast. A dog cast? I'm going to start dog cast next week. Is it um, just going to be podbean.com slash, slash dog noises? Uh, um, yeah, it's just going to, it's going to, you play it for your dog to be preoccupied oh, by. It's for your dog? It's for dogs. Not a, is it going to be you or is it going to be a dog? I think I can bark. I can bark it. See, but my dog would be upset that you were barking and bark back. It's a conversation like we're having with the live audience right now. That we're I mean, not. <laughs> I don't think we are because this one just says, well, question mark. Like we didn't answer a question. Well, I don't know. We probably didn't answer a question. We've decided that the, the djinn would take out the Beast of Busco. I, I agree. And then, and then we should move on to the next. So, if you're listening thing. live, you're early. But uh, if you're listening when this is released, you can head over to social media and let us know what you think about that. Uh, we asked the same thing last time we did an episode of the Beast of Busco and Connor's uh, Nicaraguan Tree Bear. Is it really that? Yeah, it is. Busco Holy Tree Bear. God, it's been forever since we did an episode. It feels like Correct. I'm sorry. Okay. So, what do the people say? Uh, the people say lots of things. On okay. Facebook, 60%, 60% voted for the Beast of Busco. Okay. And that leaves 40% for the Nicaraguan Tree Bear. Words, <laughs> None of those bro. were words. Okay. Uh, the Nicaraguan Tree Bear. You still fucked it up. Okay. The NTB. All right, sick. Do that. Uh, on Twitter, got one vote. Excellent. Twenty percent of all votes on Twitter. All right, so be so busco again. And how about Instagram, Instagram with a hefty number of twenty-four votes. votes across the board on Instagram? Thank you, Instagram. Yeah, love it. See it. Uh, split down the middle though. 
doesn't help things. See, that's that the problem with that is the people on the Instagram are the people who like actively listen to the show and are involved in the community and want your tree bear to be a thing. Yeah. So they're skewing the results here, but that number might have pushed it past who won. The Beast of Busco won. Oh my god, 56%. barely by five votes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all they had in the first the other oh, fair two. Like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a close one. Yeah. So Nicaraguan Tree Bear is is no longer no longer a reigning supreme champion. He's been beaten by the Beast of Busco. Insert booing audio effect. Oh, here. absolutely. all right i guess that concludes this portion are we stopping and switching or what are we doing i don't know do you want to do the other one live or not we i don't fucking care i'm gonna do know how bad the other one is gonna be regardless uh it's gonna be bad correct thanks for checking out this week's episode if you want to get your two cents in answer this week's polls on social media You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at kenencryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.